Spoiler alert, the following podcast includes discussions on film that may potentially, intentionally or inadvertently, reveal plot twists, character traits, story details, up to and including endings, that might otherwise be considered spoilers. Proceed at your own risk. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Sounds like some bad movie. All right. Here we go. Huh? What happened? What? Doing this again? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Movie Sucktastic. Uh, Oscar edition. Yeah. Doing that for a it, little while. And, and, and I believe uh, this is Scott. That's Joey. And today Last we're doing... Tar? Uh, tar. Tar, okay. Which yeah. just sounds like a sci-fi movie from the 80s that we would have watched. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I definitely could do a... Oh, by the way, I, I got a copy of uh, Kiss versus... Uh, versus um, not Santa, but Kiss versus the Opera uh, Phantom of the Park. Really? Yeah. Wow. I haven't watched it yet. That was always... i seen bits and pieces of that. That was always bootlegged. Yeah, I, I remember watching it as a kid on TV. I remember bits of it. I apologize to everyone. There's a picture of Glass Onion <laughs> in the slideshow. I use a program <laughs> to grab all of the pictures of all of uh, the movies to make a slideshow because if I don't, we get flagged and our videos get taken down because YouTube, uh, they're filled with morons. So anyway, so I use this program and... I just do a select all and I uncheck the pictures that I don't want to use. Well, I made the slideshow so quick today because I was running out of time. That one must have, you know, it must have slid through, fell through the cracks. I apologize. It's okay. It's, it's that it's kind right. of, it's been that kind of. So, so, um, Tar, uh, Tar. Which is, a, is, is the, the, a film about a, a conductor. Right. Uh, I believe the Philharmonic or the London Philharmonic. Well, she. The movie starts off with her uh, in an interview um, where they're basically talking her up as being uh, the great, one of the greatest conductors of our time, of today, mm -hmm. of the last century. Like, they're, they're, she's a prodigy, and she... Well, uh, I'm about prodigy... Well, that's usually used for younger people. I, I wouldn't use that term, but yeah, she's definitely. Well, she was a, at a young age. At a young age, she was. Yeah, I, you know, and she's just built up this 
resume all the way up until adulthood. And right. they talk about all her accolades, the book that she just released, and all of those things. And she and she also talks about her theory behind conducting uh, yes. and a conductor and using and music and their place in that and all that. Yes. And they talk about where she has been a composer and um, the New York Philharmonic was one of the latest ones that she did. She had never done it before and, you know, it's considered, you know, the height. But she goes back to Berlin to, That's right, Berlin. to yeah. do um, the, the Berlin Philharmonic. Right. And that is basically where the entire movie takes place, um, all two hours and... Near thirty-seven minutes of it. Okay, yeah, it's a long. It's it's one of the it's one of the long ones. It's yes, fucking yes. long ass movie. Um, I I now um I I've, I've gotten a feeling from a few of your your tones and that you didn't care for the film too much. Listen, this is going to be one of those films where at the end we're going to rate it and I'm going to rate it favorably because I can see that it was it's well written, it's well acted, it's a well made movie. Not but... my not my cup of tea. Well, just, now, now the the film just for a broader perspective is is uh, it follows this uh, um, Lydia Tar, Lydia Tar, uh, this conductor, and we finally we we kind of slowly realize that she's leading this kind of um, Epstein, not Epstein, um, the other one, the Hollywood one. Uh, isn't it Je- Jeffrey Epstein? No, not Epstein, the Hollywood one, the, the Hollywood producer. Weinstein. Wind, oh, Weinstein. Weinstein. Yes. Epstein. Yes, yes. Yeah, Epstein's the other guy. <laughs> uh, but like, but he's like, she, she's like this. She's has this this Weinstein kind of thing going, where she's you know we want to call it grooming or seducing, uh, but she but you get the just pretty quickly that she um, has a habit of um, conquesting young women yep. in her uh, orchestra. Yes. Uh, and, and and the film kind of follows the unraveling of that and um i've now the the two main she is married with a child her 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 wife um i believe it it is it feels like to me and well i think they actually even say it's an open relationship Uh, i mean it's alluded to that her wife doesn't kind of knows and doesn't care yeah, I, I, I don't think I, I would say less open marriage and more of your if you if you replace Lydia Tarr with uh, a middle aged white man, uh, it would be the same situation. The wife kind of like kind of turning a blind eye, even though that she really knows. Right. And and then the husband going through the motions. I mean, the the, the interesting thing about the film is it takes the whole idea of um, not idea, the reality of this sexual abuse uh, um, with power to the power structure of, of uh, you know Hollywood you know, with Weinstein, but with any power structure really, but then shows us that it's it's not it's not just about being a guy. It's not about not mainly about male. It's about power itself, and it can corrupt anybody. Sure. Uh, and Lydia Tarr is the example in this case. So she has this power, and she wields it the way that like a uh, Weinstein would. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And their her assistant um, Francesca. She, her assistant does everything for her, and you obviously, you get the notion that they have a relationship in some way, um, Mm -hmm. or it has at least gone that far, where Francesca is infatuated with her, does everything that she asks, and she asks Francesca to do everything, and she kind of doesn't think twice about it, 
You know, she she, well, she completely one- separates the the love affair and the uh, assistant um, completely well, because you don't even see the two of them uh, have any interactions outside of boss assistant. But but Francesca is a conquest. Oh, she's absolutely. The, oh, absolutely. Because she's yeah. also a musician and she is up for one of the positions that right. she ha- is taking away from somebody else. And okay, she was, I, I didn't want to... It, it sounded like you were kind of implying that Francesca didn't have a thing going with Lydia. Oh, too. no, no, no. She absolutely okay. was. And she absolutely uh, was up for this job and realistically was going to get it. But another conquest... Uh, Christy, I think her name was, she keeps texting Lydia. Krista. Krista. She keeps texting her. Uh, right. This is another, you know, uh, 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 conquest. Her uh, last uh, one. Her last one. She keeps texting her. She keeps saying uh, things like, you know, I, I, I feel a certain way and depressed and leading towards these dark directions. And Francesca brings it up. So Lydia tells her to delete all of. Or no, she initially tells her to stop responding. Right. And After then, she kills herself. And then she commits suicide. Start, del- start deleting incriminating deleting. evidence. And then her laptop um, doesn't work. It's not charged. Whatever. She needs to borrow Francesca's. And on a whim, she does a, she does a search for Krista's emails and finds out that she hasn't delete, deleted any of them. Mm-hmm. So she feels like she can't trust her now. So she's that position that was open in the orchestra. She completely takes it away. She doesn't give it to her, even though Francesca was pretty much going to get that position. Right. So she's yeah. kind of a little evil and devious that and way too. She doesn't too. just give it away. She gives it away her, to her newest conquest. Yeah, exactly. Which, which Francesca is painfully aware of. Yeah. Oh well, even in the airport. Uh, when, it, she's, yeah, when she's flirting, yeah. she's just flirting, and she's oh, I love that handbag, and she's like all of these things. And Francesca comes over, tell her that they're going to be late, they need to leave, because a, that's her job. But b, she's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'm currently the last person you slept with. Now, now, did you notice that the handbag went home with her? Uh, yes, yes, yeah. I did. <laughs> and of course, it's scarlet red. You know, mm-hmm. let's, let's, you know, let's put that there intentionally. Yes. Yeah. So no, yeah, don't get me I, wrong. I mean, Todd Field, the director of this film, he wrote and directed this. It's very well made. There are a lot of good things about it, but for the runtime that this movie has, I'm just never going to watch this movie again. It just—it's well, not one of those films that I might—I might not even put it in my collection. I, I would compare this film to last year's Drive My Car. Yeah, and we all know how I felt about that one. It was—it was a sl- it's a slow film, but it's one of those slow films where I feel it's deliberately slow and methodical. Right. Especially since we're dealing with Lydia Tarr, who's a very methodical person, and I—I I mean, the—I've—I've the, I've seen two main. Uh, takes on the film one being obviously it's about po- power used to uh um exploit right uh in a power structure and the other keeps saying oh it's also about cancel culture which which i i guess is true but i didn't really take that as a negative aspect of the film i mean i'm sure lydia takes it negatively and i guess i guess it does i mean it, it does kind of broach the art the, the question of should people have their jobs taken away from them for you know, being exposed in, in like some kind of sexual scandal. Like, if it's with members of the company, yeah. 
<laughs> it's like so that doesn't really enter into this. It's it's like she would have lost that job if anybody found out. It wasn't just the fact that the media got a hold of it and she became a like right. you know started trending in fucking TikTok. It, it was the True. fact that she was sleeping with member you know people you know un- young people that she was entrusted with in a power structure, which everybody knew was going on too. They alluded to that throughout the film. This, yeah, also true. Yeah, so um, I just whenever I hear like the people say, "Oh, it's about cancel culture," eh, back it up. Yeah, it's it's an easy rebuttal. Some people should be canceled. I think uh, that's. Uh, I, I, yeah. I think we can all agree with that. By the way, quick aside: Have yeah. you seen uh, the trailer for Sisu? S I S U. No. Comes out in April. A sheep herder <laughs> kills a shitload of Nazis with a pickaxe. Really. Oh, it looks fucking awesome. Sounds anyway, foreign. Back, is back it foreign? Yeah. <laughs> is it foreign? Like, uh, I be- I'm not sure. I just with a, I believe with a title so. like that, it's... I believe so, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they make the good ones. Yeah, they don't hold back. I, it, it, and honestly, it looks like um, it looks like Evil Snow, but, Dead without, snow. but without the zombies. Dead Snow. Dead Snow. Dead Snow. No, Dead Snow. Which yeah, the director of Dead Snow is the guy that did Violent Night with David Harbour. I still haven't seen that one. You should check that one out. It's I a know, lot. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Anyway, we're sidetracking. We're Thanks. sidetracking. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. The, the thing is about power. Now, also, uh, as an aspect of that too, that's actually kind of implied. I feel in the title is the character's name T A R. Uh, also, tar. Also, you know, the implication of tarring someone or tarring and feathering them. Well, sure. Uh, tarring okay. Them in the, yeah, I actually yeah. didn't connect that, but that does make sense. It it kind of works. Um, the the accent. Is uh, isn't like doesn't really work in any language except one. I forget, like Icelandic or something. Right. So it's not even like a real word or a real name. It's just like it's it's like a it's it's a useless affectation. Okay. Okay. Weird things like that. Yeah. No, but I mean, but you thought it was boring, but I mean, but I did. Uh, I, I did like this more than drive my car. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Kate Blanchett had a great performance. Yes. Uh, and we'll, I, I, and we'll I, go over that because we'll, you know we'll we'll go over the nominees that the movie has. Oh, sorry, yeah, but uh, um, uh, I think it only has three. Now, now the, three. The, the whole thing with the mystery mystery noises, yeah, like like the screams in the park and the, and the uh, like the the crying from next door. Oh right, yeah, yeah. I mean. I could have done without some of that, but I I, I get where they, where they were going, where what he was going with, and the whole idea of her losing control of sound. She's a conductor, and now she has these sounds that are that she has no control over. Or no, you know, doesn't know, doesn't know they're a mystery to her. <laughs> well, they were kind of doing that with the um, the oh god, what the hell is it called? The meter metronome. The metronome. Yeah. Yeah, they were doing it. They started it with that. Right. With uh, trying to keep oh, time, yeah, and she talks oh. about you know that you need you need it you know to keep time, and it's important. So they kind of go in that direction a little bit with it, and where it's like it, it becomes a, a little bit of a thing there, and it was it was actually brilliantly done. I will give it that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and, and the creepy and the creepy old lady next door. Oh yeah, the woman that's caring for her dying mom. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Now there's two instances in the instances in the film where you see like a, a, a somebody in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Now one of them is like during the day, and it's it's obviously Krista because she's got the hair and everything. Right. But the second one is when she gets up at night and 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 walks by, and there's somebody sitting in the chair, 
And I eventually found, like, was able to get a close enough picture where I can see that it is Krista. But until I actually took the time to, to get a single picture, clear one, and close up on it, I was convinced that it was actually the old lady. Oh, it's not that kind of movie. <laughs> well, it, it kind of is, though, because she's being haunted by Krista because Krista is uh, one of the uh, uh, one of the um, effects, the 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 aftermath of, of what she done. She's a victim of hers. Right. 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 And because of her power, and though so, so then the, the old lady next door is almost like an image of the future. That's why she's so unsettled because here's a woman that's like so powerless. She she needs two people to get her into a chair. Right. And this is the opposite. Well, you know what's what... interesting about the old lady? And I don't know if it's just me, the way I just watched that scene and the way I took Sexy? it. Sexy? Yeah, me too. Uh, oh, dude. Why? What? <laughs> no? Um, I took the old lady as her. That's what I'm saying. Oh, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm saying it's, it's, it's not actually her. You well, know, it kind of did look a little like her. But but it's it's yeah but that's the shock it's supposed to be like this is this is power this is somebody powerless that's her fear her fear is powerlessness right you know the inability to control anything around her just being helpless uh, and so she sees you know that that's that haunts her so I thought that was the image in the corner I thought I was being smart turned out it was just both both was the chick she banged <laughs> you know you know but, yeah and then she chases the goth chick which is like okay. I mean, I she you know she wasn't like Wednesday hot, you know, <laughs> she was all right. Which, by the way, uh, Jenna Ortega from Wednesday—that's the chick from um, X. She was the the key grip, the the or the 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 boom mic girl. In what? The movie X. The X? Ty, the Ty West movie. It was X, right? Oh, 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 okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. All right, I got you. Yeah, she was the 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 boom mic girl. Her movie X. Well, dick, idiot. Uh, the boom mic girl, the one that was like, you know what? I want to be in this movie. Yeah, the slut. <laughs> what? What? Huh? What I say? <laughs> um, she was the uh, the cameraman's girlfriend. Her, I think she yeah. was only like. 18 or 19 when she did X. She's only like mm -hmm. 20 years old. Yeah. She was the one at uh, the end of the movie, too, with her hand through the door. Yeah, that's her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's Wednesday. Nice. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't realize that until I till I saw when I'm like, that's the girl from X. <laughs> and now she's just super famous. I mean, she's like insane famous. Yeah, there's a third one of those coming out. Oh, hang on. Oh, sorry. So... Uh... <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I, that that's her powerlessness. So that that's kind of like an om, it's almost like an omen too of what's coming, uh, you know. And then I, I, I and then of course when when the uh, the people come and she thinks they're like family of the dead lady and they're like, oh no, we're we're, we're showing the apartment. We just want to know when you play the piano. We don't want we don't want people to hear that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then she like snaps. You know, it, it's a nice, it's it, you know, it's a slow disintegration of somebody. You know, the, the tackle at the end is beautiful. I mean, it's a nice, oh, yeah. it's, Mark it's well delivered. <laughs> and, and, the, and the whole end, the, the end is like, the, for me, I feel like the end is very ambiguous. Because for, like, I've seen a lot of people, it's like, oh, she's relearning and she's starting fresh. And, no. and I feel like it's, it could be, it's like 50-50 for me. Either she's like, this is like a, her, her way of atoning and trying to start over and like dedicate herself solely to the music. Or... She's just setting up the the cycle again because I'm sure she can find some hot uh, uh, trekkies 
to, cosplayers to, to seduce over the yeah i mean so is it just a cycle performing again in a new country it, it I, I find it ambiguous well i took it also as uh this is the only work she could get oh yeah no definitely you know but that's probably why she went to berlin well she went to berlin because her wife and child are there yeah and she I, did I, say I mean, earlier in the film that there was something about uh performing in berlin that was unequal to anything else that's what she said, but I mean, it, like again, they re- they clearly give the feeling throughout the films, sometimes not so subtly, that everybody knows what's going on with her. They're just yeah. really afraid to say anything. Yeah, true. Because one, she has the power, and two, she she has the she has more power in some ways. You can use like a, a anti-feminist angle on that if you want to, <laughs> but it's true. Um, but. Uh, I, I really feel like, yeah, I, I think she's in Berlin for a reason. So I feel like that's just the next step of, okay, here's another country I can go to where, where uh, no one really knows about the scandal. And I, 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 you know, I did, you know, so, yeah. And she's starting in a different genre, too. So she's she's now she's going for, who knows, she'll end up being like a sci-fi uh, queen. <laughs> sure. Making uh, video game music for oh, a video game, a video game like monster hunter. I got your sequel. She just starts out a fucking cult, flat out sci-fi cult, <laughs> like like something like something like uh like Dianetics, but like jazzier. Sure. Yeah. Dianetics. Uh, <laughs> but I no, I thought it was a good film. I really enjoyed it. I agree. It's not really an entertaining film for, per se. It's more of an uh, active, just like uh here's here's something where I don't know. It, it's 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 not. You don't watch it for fun. No. 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 Um, let's go over its nom- nominations. Yup, 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 yup. All right. So I think it's nominated for four. Uh, no. Film editing. It's nominated for, no, maybe six. Film editing, cinematography. That's not what I wanted. It's nominated for... Hang on. Hang on. I got it. I got it. I got it. Tar. Best, uh, original best screenplay. Editing. Original screenplay. Yeah. Uh, best actress, best director, best picture. Yep, six nominations. Yep. So let's go over. I mean, we'll just do the the technical one, the two technicals, which is film editing. Yeah. It's, it's up against the Banshees of Ina Sharon, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. I don't think it wins. I think that is going to be. Either either everything everywhere or Top Gun gets editing. Just because of the fast pace for both of those films, it's harder to edit. It's harder to pace. Tar is too slow a movie. The editing is fine, but I I just don't I don't think it's walking away with this. I, I don't know if I don't know enough about film editing it um it, to say that your your uh, argument is valid in any it's, way. It's a gut feeling. But I, but I, I I kind of agree with you. It's a gut feeling. All right. Uh, the other one is cinematography. Uh, All Same. quiet on the Western Front. Bardo, false chronicle of a handful of truths. I don't even know what that movie is. It actually has a fifty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes on the critics' end, seventy percent on the audience score. Um, Elvis, Empire of Light, and Tar. Uh, honestly, I think it goes to All Quiet on the Western Front. Um, possibly Elvis, but I don't think Tar gets cinematography. Definitely not either. Tar. No, that's a long shot. I don't even know why it's nominated. 
Oh, I mean, it's in Ber- like it. it's in Berlin. I'm not but... an editor. I'm not a cinematographer. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next one up is uh, original screenplay. Yep. yep. Uh, Banshees of Ina Sharon, Everything mm-hmm. Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, and Triangle of Sadness, um, which I watched recently. I have seen every single one of these films. I, again, I don't think Tar gets it. Agreed. I think Banshees or Everything Everywhere. Maybe Triangle. They might, because Triangle was really well written. One of those three. One of yeah. those three, yeah. I don't, it's I don't definitely think not Tar. Up, up to there. Uh, ah, let's see, not actress. It's actor, no, no it's actress. actress in a leading role, which is yeah. Kate Blanchett. Yep. Uh, Anna de Armas in Blonde. Uh, Andrea Risenborough, uh for Two Leslie. Michelle Williams for The Fablemans. And Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yep. Um, I said last week when we reviewed Everything Everywhere that I feel that it's going to be between Michelle Yeoh and Andrea Risenborough. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be one bit surprised if Andrea Risenborough gets gets the win, even though it'll be considered an upset upset for Michelle, but Yeoh. not Tar, definitely not Tar. <laughs> and listen, I, and I know you don't agree with me when I say things like this, but Kate Blanchett has already won a Best Actress Oscar. They it's not that whether, I whether you that I, whether I don't you think count. agree with me or not, they that <laughs> shit does play a part in it. You're you're right more than I am on who wins, so I'm not going to argue. Yeah, I. I'm just saying. Gonna, I'm gonna just say that yes, you are correct. Yeah. I am right most of the time. That's right. Um, a lie. Well, best directing. We have Martin McDonough for Banshees of Ina Sharon, Daniel Kwan, Daniel Shiner for Everything Everywhere, Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans, Todd Field for Tar, and Ruben Ostlin for Triangle of Sadness. Um, honestly, I I think it's gonna go to the Dan, uh, Daniels. I really do. I mm-hmm. think I think everything everywhere is going to win best director, and I think it's going to win best picture. I, 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 I have my gut tells me that they're not going to split this year on that because if they split, if it splits it at all, it's going to Martin McDonough for Banshees of Ida Sharon. But I think everything everywhere is just too good. Yeah, I, I really do. Um, and too popular. Get that. But that, that's the cherry on top. Yeah. And that's why Titanic. That's the only reason Titanic swept. Only fucking reason. Yeah. So I think this deserves it. And then, uh, no, it's okay. Uh, best Picture: All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar Two, Water uh-huh. Boogaloo, <laughs> or what was the other one you called it? Avatar. Smurf and Turf. Smurf and Turf. Uh, Banshees of Ina Sharon, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun, Maverick, Triangle of Sadness. And women talking. No fucking way Tar wins Best Picture. It's nice to be nominated. Take it with that. Todd Field, you got more money to make another movie. Enjoy that. I don't even know if Tar would have been in the in the top five, in, in the five if it was only a five nominee. Um, it's, Just because there's a lot of high quality stuff here. Well, don't, you know, it's not a good film. Well, you know my theory the, uh, know. that the Best Director category would shows what the five would be if there was still only five. And Todd Field did get nominated for Tar. So I, I do I get the I, feeling that it would be one of the five. Hmm. I really do. I really do hmm. feel that it would be one of the five. 
Um, but I, I don't. Right. I don't think it's good enough to win Best Picture. Okay. It would be. Not only would it would be an upset, but it would be one of those upsets that nobody expects. Mm-hmm. It would be like, um, oh crap, Reds, 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 what? The movie Red. Oh, it don't. Or don't Reds, the one, the one that Warren Beatty directed, Jack Nicholson, yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise, all of that came out in like nineteen eighty one. Reds. One best director. And then I believe Ordinary People won Best Picture that year. And that was a fucking good movie. It's a very good movie. But the thing is, that was at a time when splitting director and picture was unheard of. Right. It had only happened, I believe, one other time ever in the history of the Oscars. So when it happened, it was a big, big deal. Um, that would be this. If right. Tar won Best Picture... It would be like, are you kidding me? No way. Because it's not on anyone's radar to win. It's uh-huh. nice to be nominated. So those uh, are the nominees. So right now it's on IMDb, it's a 7.5. Okay. I, um, I agree with that. Nothing interesting in demographics. I mean, I, I would... You, um, oh, you wouldn't have to twist my arm to give it an 8. I think it's that well made. It's just not for me. So, so or I, I was gonna. Add, I was just gonna start with what's your, what's your, what's your, what's your, what's your floor? My floor? Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't go higher than an eight at all. No, no, floor. That's bottom. Oh, bottom seven. Come on, dude. seven, seven. S- seven is your bottom. Yeah. And and what do you want to rate it? Seven. <laughs> but I know you want to give it an eight, and I don't disagree. I, I, I don't disagree. I. You want to go higher than an eight? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I, I think I, I, it's at seven point five, and I kind of agree with that because again, it's not it's not really as entertaining. You know, I under, I understand people that give Drive My Car a low rating. I get it. I'm not criticizing. <laughs> uh, I just want to be fair to. I really do think it was a well made film. You know, you know, screenwriting wise, structurally, sure. uh, the theme of it. I, I just like how it handles it. It really. Uh, I just thought it was interesting. I thought they did something with it. So uh, I mean, I'm willing to go for an eight. If if you, can you can you talk me down from an eight? I mean, what else can I say? I don't know. I mean, I'd have to repeat. This, I'd have to repeat slow. the same things I said. So I'm, I'm okay with an eight. Fil- I'm okay with besides, an eight. Besides being a slow film, no, eight's fine. Okay, that's yeah. that's all I was getting at. Not, you could point out a flaw beyond the slowness. It's not, which I totally under, I agree with. It's not worth my energy to try and talk you down. I'm not. All that, right, fine. I'm I not that. I'm fair. not that fucking passionate about it. <laughs> just trying to make it fair. Uh, eight, it is. Okay. All right. Bam. That's not hurting anybody. No, definitely not. I yeah, like Todd hard. Field. He, I, uh, he made a he made a movie, probably like twenty twenty five years ago. Um, with Anne Heche. I forget the name of it, but it was like a bunch of people dating kind of movie, like one of those comedy yeah. drama kind of thing. And yeah. his part in the film with Anne Heche was actually pretty good. Um, and when I saw that he actually directed movies, I was like, I've actually seen a couple of his movies and can't think of them right now, but he's <laughs> he's actually a pretty good director. And I'm happy that he's getting accolades because I've always liked him. Uh, so that's good. All right. Uh, 
let's see, this is episode, what, 388? Um, we'll go ahead and we'll end this thing. Do another one. <laughs> oh, I forgot to bring up the music. There we go. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us again. Episode 388 of Movie Sucktastic. Um, you can go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. Download or listen uh, the show right there. Go to iTunes. Um, go to Amazon Music. Go to uh, Stitcher. I'm working on get us, getting us on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio. We're fucking everywhere. Um, go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. You can leave us email at themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. Um, we've been getting a few emails lately about people that want to edit our videos for us. It's like, you know what? If they could stay up on YouTube and I ma we made money doing this, maybe I'd consider it. Other until that happens, fuck off. <laughs> you can leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. You can, uh, you can do a search for us, you know, online, favorite search engine. Just do a search for Movie Sucktastic. We come up everywhere. Um, you can get the uh, app for your Android device at moviesucktastic.com slash mst.apk or just do a search um, for your favorite podcast player and just do a search for us. We're in there. So, uh, do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? Tar 2, Space Cult. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, you know what? I'd watch that. Yeah, I would, right? I, would, I would do it. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.